Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. Great news. You know, I talked about it on the last show. The Cap Builder Talk radio show is now in syndication. Our reach is expanding. We've joined the LMB Network. We're on every Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on 13 stations throughout the United States. You can go to lmbnetwork.com to listen. So if it's time for you to start reaching out to get a bigger audience, you need to contact me as soon as possible so I can start running your commercials or start running your organizations. I also want to let you know that I'm putting the calendar together. If you have a great event coming up, I'm going to start making these events public. So send me your flyers. Contact me if you're having something you want me to come to. I'll be there. We have a great show for you today. Most businesses and organizations that contact me to help them develop better marketing strategy generally have the same problem. They are not telling their story the right way in the right places to the right people. On this episode, I'm going to discuss powerful ways to tell your story. But before that, I'm going to do a Cat Builder Spotlight with a returning guest. I was just looking at it. She's probably been on the show more than anybody else. The Cat Builder Spotlight is where we catch up to our past guests to find out what they've been up to. Tonight, Cat Builder Spotlight is Chef Mary Martin of Mary's Fabulous Sauce. Mary's been working, we've been working together diligently for the past few years to bring her very, very special sauce to the marketplace. We're going to catch up with her. She has some great news to share with you. We're going to talk a little bit about her journey, her continuing journey, that is, about entrepreneurship. And on the Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to discuss the skills and wills that it takes to be an entrepreneur because you really got to get this right. You got to understand what it's going to take for you to do this. And we're going to do all this on the Cat Builder Radio Talk, Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I'll be back in a moment with the Cat Builder Minute. Then we'll get into this conversation with Mary Martin of Mary's Fabulous Sauce. And then I'm going to discuss this whole thing about how to tell your story. All this on the Cat Billy Talk Radio. So I'll be back in a moment.
talked for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm coming back at you with little James Brown, Mind Power. That's what we're going to be talking about here for the next few minutes. My Cat Little Minute tonight is about five skills and wills it takes to be a great entrepreneur. You know, oftentimes the word great is it's overused, but used mistakenly. You know, when we see greatness, we wonder what makes up this mystical level of performance. Is it, is it in the genes? Is it luck? Maybe it's something given to us by a higher power, but I'll tell you one thing, it's people that are top performers. You know, a lot goes into it. So when we look at great athletes or entrepreneurs, you know, they're successful, the one thing they have in common is that they're all wired with heaping spoons of skills and wills. They have both, okay? Skills with no will. Having a skill is necessary to reach great success. That alone is just piece of the pie. Prove your skills, but it takes something else. It takes will, willpower to make up the other half of that recipe. And it's mental. It dictates our physical. It it controls our efforts to succeed or fail. You know, when we think about the people that if they didn't have will, it would be kind of hard, like Michael Jordan or Steve Jobs, Tiger Woods, Mark Zuckerberg, Muhammad Ali or Oprah Winfrey. Without the will that they had, the skills wouldn't matter. You know, we think about the little engine that could. It's, it's a great story of mental toughness, but great skills don't work alone. So those of you that have put the work in and effort into a specific craft know what sacrifice means. So we're going to talk about a few skills that you got to have and then a few wills that you got to have in order to move to greatness. One skill you got to have is authenticity. Letting people know that you not only understand, but you know what you think and how you feel, it builds connectivity. Allow your personal and your business story to be heard, but be truthful about it. People want to trust you. They want to do business with you. And being true to yourself, you can win fans that will help your business grow. Skills number two is decisiveness. You have to be decisive. If you're indecisive, you won't make any decisions. You'll keep going back and forth. Sometimes you got to be decisive. And as I listen to, you know, Les Brown say, if you're going the wrong way, just turn around and go back the other way. That's probably the right way. So you got to make a decision. you got to move forward. Progress can only be made by making decisions. So don't 
not make them, go ahead and make it. Another skill of having tough skin, one thing entrepreneurs must endure is rejection. Not everyone's going to believe in your you or your idea or they may not want your product. The great news is that your belief doesn't require anyone else's belief. During the rough times, revisit your why and don't let anybody try to deter you or take your dreams away. It's yours to win or lose. You can't blame anyone else. Number four, networking. As an entrepreneur, your time is extremely valuable. You've got all these to do. Everybody's asking you to do things. Connecting with people remains the number one skill of an entrepreneur. So you've got to make sure when you connect, it's with a purpose. Go and just to hang out when you go to these networking events. Don't underestimate the power in people resources. Get from behind the computer or on the phone and cultivate the relationships personally, face-to-face. All right? You've got to get out there. And number five, this is probably the most important one of all these, you've got to find a way to kill that stress. You combine compassion and stress together, you get a deadly cocktail, sometimes a poor thinking and bad decision-making. So energy is an invaluable asset as an entrepreneur, but your energy gets wiped out. So you've got to find a way to manage your stress. You've got to find a way to de-stress yourself so you can walk away and come back refreshed. And now for the wills. Just three of them. I'll be right out. We're going to get right to this conversation. Will number one, you've got to have perseverance. This is the mother of all wills. You've got to have it. The pathway to success will be void of challenges, but you've got to have perseverance. Your ability to navigate and assess the different situations that arise become essential in your success. How you react and respond to different obstacles is a mental exercise worth working on. So push it and gain confidence. Number two, you have to have the will to succeed. It's the one thing to dream about success, but visualizing it means making it real, almost though it's really happening. So you gotta, you got to have this will. you got to know that you can. you got to put yourself in a position and act out how it would be. A lot of times you hear about athletes, you know, Michael Jordan shoot the basket, seeing the ball go in before he made the shot. So you got to will those balls in. And the last one is improvement. You can't grow without constant improvement. You got to get better every day. You got to learn. You got to study. You got to do things that help you understand, take it to the next level. Because to be an entrepreneur is one thing, but to be a great one, you have to work at it. So these are skills and wills coming to you from Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, Cat Builder Minute. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. 
brought to you by Understood.org and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back to the Cap Builder Spotlight. Tonight I have, I think, the most guest, the guest has been on my show the most times. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Mary Martin, or Chef Mary Martin, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Uh, I'm doing <laughs> great too. I'm gonna be doing better when we get to hear this story about what's going on with you. So, Chef, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, and uh, then okay. we'll get into the conversation about what's been going on. Hi, I'm Mary Martin, and my product is Mary Stabler Sauce. I have two flavors: sweet. And heat and sweet and tangy. Uh, it's a barbecue sauce that goes on everything edible, from salads, meat, fish, uh, tofu. Uh, it's just incredible. It's fabulous, like I said. <laughs> it's it's tasty, fabulous. Great flavor. <laughs> All right. So let's, yeah. let's, before we talk about what's going on now, let's go to a little historically, because I want people to understand what your journey has been. Okay. How, long have, how long have you been working on this? Well, first, let's talk about um, you. You're a chef. Let's talk about yeah. you first. Then let's talk about yeah. coming up with the idea for the sauce. It's, it's, so what well, do you do for well, a living? I came up, I, 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 I uh, work with uh, a chef named Chef Jayon Bonds. He do private events and everything, and he he calls me to help him. He said I'm his right-hand lady because right. I, do, I, I do everything that's supposed to be done, and um, I get it done, and we have fun. Um, the last event we had was this SC game, Georgia and Al- was it Alabama, <laughs> when yeah. it turned the uh, Centennial Park into Georgia. Georgia oh, that's right. Georgia State. I don't, I don't know what they. I don't watch sports, so if I'm butchering <laughs> the name, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was a, it was a four day event, and uh, we had to prepare food for the uh, crew and everything. It was amazing. It was really amazing. So let's yeah. talk about you being a chef. I mean, how long have you been doing this? I mean, uh, about, about seven years. I just got into okay. the industry. Um, went to two two different culinary schools. I ended up at Culinary Institute of of America, in New York, and mm-hmm. I have to go back. I have five months before graduation. Uh, you know, when life hits you, you have to come home, handle your business, right. and I'm, right, I, right. my business is handled, so I'm ready to go back and get that. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So you so yeah. you've been a chef for a while. What made yeah. you come up with this sauce? In two thousand six I wasn't into food or anything. I was working for the Internal Revenue Service. Uh and I came home. Uh I wanted some barbecue chicken. And at that time, uh I didn't have my brand so I called my daughter to bring uh the sauce home. She said, Okay, mom. But she came home and said, Mom, I forgot the sauce. I'm going back out. I'll bring it later. Later never came. Um, so I start fussing. <laughs> and uh, by the time I quiet myself, the spirit said, you you a cook, go in there and create. I said, what? And he said, I'm not saying it again. So I went in my refrigerator and started putting condiments together out my cabinet stuff and, and made a sauce and um and put it on the chicken. And when they did come home, Michael at that time was two, my grandson. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, Grandma, what you cook? I said, I cooked some barbecue chicken. 
He said, Grandma, you know I don't like sauce on my meat. I said, all right, boy, I know that. I'm going to get your plain meat. But I had the chicken on the table, and by the time I came back, Mike had eaten uh, four pieces of the chicken with the sauce on it. And he said, Grandma, I don't know what this is, but I like this. I said, oh, my goodness, Michael like it. And uh, from then on, I I, I, I started pursuing how to, uh, no, not really. I just started making it for people that came over my house and everybody told And I sent it to a friend, and her fiancé said, tell Mary she bothered her, she'll become a millionaire. So I asked her, I said, he's going to help me. He, She said no. I said, well, well. Uh, so I started pursuing it. And um, it's been a journey, a long journey. Yeah. It has uh, been learning about, yeah, we've been about working the together. Industry. How long? How long uh, we've been working? It's been together. three years now. It's has it been? Wow, wow, yeah. maybe yeah, at least, at yeah. least. And dealing with this uh, food, I mean, there's so many rules and regulations, and you got to get it right. And uh, each entity that I had to deal with, I end up going back five times. I think five is my number because I always got it right on the fifth time. <laughs> and um, it, it, it's work. It's definitely work. And then someone said, you need to make another one. I said, really? I'm dealing with the first one. And I wasn't thinking about a second product. Um, but I got the I got the uh, new tr- – well, first thing I did, I, I uh, trademarked the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's official trademark, and then I went for the labels, then the nutrition effects, and then um, the last entity I did was um, getting the barcode, which I got this year of January. I finally got the barcode to put on the labels. Um, and I had one customer taste my sauce, and he said, Mary, this is good, but I like heat. And he said he wants some heat to it, and I'm looking like him like heat. I can't, I can't think of heat. And uh, it's so funny uh, when I went to the Share Kitchen uh, because they make it now, the Share Kitchen Decatur. Okay. And Janet said, Mary, uh, this is good. I smell it. I smell it. But you know what? People like heat, and you need heat with this. And I'm looking like, here we go with this heat again. I'm looking at her. Okay. I said, I don't know what to do with the heat. And she looked at me. And she said, you're a chef. I said, Ann. She said, Mary, just add some cayenne pepper. I said, Really? Cause I don't do hot food. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. I would have never thought. I would never. I couldn't figure out how to do the heat. So when I added the uh, cayenne pepper, Georgia State said, "Uh, uh-uh, Mary, um, you have a new product." I said, "Why?" Cause you added cayenne pepper. So I had to go through the whole process again. again. Wow. Uh, but the thing is, at that point, they had already approved the first bottle, and mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay the full price for getting the okay. second bottle done. So both of them were completed at the same time. <laughs> Isn't that something? And then I had to come up with a name because it was originally just Mary's Fabulous Sauce. And I had to come up with a name with the other one. So Tangy was in the Tangy was in the original one. So I named the first one Sweet and Tangy and the other one Sweet and Heat. Okay. Because the guy said he wanted heat. That's how I came up with uh, Sweet and Heat. All right. All right. Yeah. So it's been quite a journey then for you. Oh yes, uh, a long journey. Sometimes want to give up, um, not having the, the finances to move forward. You know, because it takes money for everything to be done. Right. Uh, and and it ain't cheap. <laughs> you got something going on in the background there, but oh oh, I was at the door. 
uh, okay. package All delivery. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, it's, 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 it, it costs, and uh, that's the thing where you call what you put, what sacrifice come into. Right. Yeah, you have to choose. And you got to, I guess you got to stay true to the game, too. I mean, you got to stay yes, consistent. Yes, yes. a lot of times you feel uh, like, why am I doing this? This ain't going to work. Yeah, I had this. that a couple of times, and uh, I had to think about it. I'm doing it because of Michael and my grandchildren to leave a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, and, and it's work. It's work. And uh, you get tired. You get weary. You want to give up. But uh, I was too close to the finish line to go backwards. So I had Jumping to really push right. myself. I really had to push myself. And uh, I met some nice people along the way. I have uh, some customers, not as much as I want, but uh, it's it's okay. I guess we're going to get where it needs to be when it needs to get there. Right. Being patient. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, I guess with some of the new and, things uh, happening, you go get you go you're on your way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It, and I had a um, interview with a um, grocery chain. I'm not going to name the uh, the store. I understand. Uh, the interview, uh, I did a tasting, and it went excellent. And it was amazing. The guy told me I was the first one that actually brought food for them to taste the product on. I'm looking like, uh, how did how did they how did they normally do? He said they give them a spoon or a cup. I'm looking like, really? So what did you take? I took some. Um, Meatballs with uh, okay. flavor with both of the All sauces, right. and then I had chicken nuggets so he could dip it in the in the uh, right. whatever right. sauce he wanted to, and also had a salad so he could taste the sauce on the salad, and uh, he was just blown away. Um, it was it was interesting. He told me to come back. I went back for the second interview, and the person in charge of putting it on the shelf uh, didn't seem too interested, but um, that's okay. But they did tell me to add one addition to my uh, the, the labels. They wanted either the word barbecue or BBQ, and I chose BBQ because it, it 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 fits the format of the label. Right. So it wasn't a to- it wasn't a total loss because I got BBQ on there now, and it looks nice. So okay. uh, I'm move I'm moving right along. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, the next person, I guess, the next entity I'm going to go to, I, it, it it'll be like it needs to be. Right. Yeah, but it's just, it's just one step at a time now. That's why I like your one, story yeah. because yeah. it's so easy to get discouraged sometimes, but you just got to yeah. keep at it. Yeah, and uh, I, I I tell everybody if they want to pursue their dream and they focus on how they're gonna get the money, they are never gonna pursue their dream. Right. Because I didn't ha- I didn't have any money when I started. <laughs> I just kept it uh, going, and I found out the cost of everything, and I worked toward getting that cost or what step I needed to do. And but, you know, also, as a, and the great thing is, is that you work towards your goal. You you figured out how to do it under your own power. Yeah. You you still worked. You still were a chef. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people yeah. feel like I got to quit while I'm doing to start my business, but no, you you're still doing what you do, but you're still promoting your product too. Y- yes. 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 Um, I, and you, you know, you get to a point where you want to ask people for finances. That don't work. Mm-hmm. No, that, no, that. <laughs> they, they, they don't, don't get your, they up. don't get your vision. They don't get your no, vision. No, they don't. You know? Yeah. So uh, you, you basically are a loner, really. You're a loner. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's lonely. Um, 
and like you said, uh, go to networking and thing. And that's what I did to keep myself around like-minded people right. to go to other people's uh, dreams and listen how they do things and stuff like that and get advice and things like that. Well, I know yeah. every event I've never put on, you'd be the first one there. Yes, and um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mark. Um, and my mother, my mother uh, died um, February the third. Wow! And the whole month of February, I didn't do anything. I didn't even cook for myself. I had people come and bringing me food. They said anything I could do, I just told them I was hungry, and they brought <laughs> me food. So, so they said. I mean, that was pretty cool, and that that right. that, that that spoke more to me and. That let me know I am loved, and uh, mm-hmm. I have I have people um, caring for me for the month of February because losing your parents or losing anybody really is is hard. Right, right. And 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 it's still fresh on me because she's only been dead a month now. Right. Yeah. But now you got this. You're just on your way, though. But you're still on your journey. You're still walking in your purpose, and that that's what I find so exciting about every time you know you call me with an update i'm like well, just keep mm-hmm. on going just keep yeah on going. and um it's, it's interesting this guy named mr uh thomas he was searching for somebody else and he came across my name and he said he loves sauce and he he hooked me up the other day and uh he ordered uh two bottles of each i just melted it there he said he can't wait um I think he's gonna be an avid customer in his family, and he talk, he gave me a lot of pointers and stuff. And we're gonna meet, and he he gave me a lot of pointers and things that I need to do. And he said, "Don't worry about the major chains. Uh, uh, let them come to you." Um, and I said, "That's cool." So uh, I'm I'm gonna take his advice because it's 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 feasible. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Yeah, it, it really is, is. It's simple. It's simple to do. So. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Miss my mama, but I'm excited. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. But you yeah. know, but your journey is such a great story. You know, one day I'm about to get you to write a book about your journey, but I won't put that on you just quite yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I think people yeah. need to hear because I mean, uh, the story you you tell, and it's so interesting you're telling your story because that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. People really can identify with it because you just kept up with what it is you felt you wanted to do. The money's not there. I'm going to keep on. Okay. You know, people, yeah. you try to explain it to people and they don't. I mean, you don't know the number of times I try to explain what my mission is to people, try to get business partners and stuff like that. And yeah. they just don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. And, and you try and to explain it. it I, I think it. people are fearful of just because they like uh, the paycheck every week. They're comfortable okay. with it. Mm-hmm. And they'd rather be stuck there for 20, 30 years. And then, don't, and they have these dreams and aspirations, but they're afraid to walk out and step out, regardless of what obstacles that you may face. You may not even face any. But if you never move towards what you want to do and, and you doing it for somebody else, I think that's a miserable life. <laughs> I really do. And sometimes people don't know. They don't know. They they just don't know. Yeah. But you are you always seem like a happy person, though. You know, most of the time. I know you got some down days, but uh, yeah, we make it work. You know, but it, yeah, it's just one of those things work. that yeah, we make yeah. it work. And uh, I, I know the quality of my life. You know, the 
the money's not always the greatest thing, but I just can't describe what it's like walking in my own purpose, knowing that all yeah. the decisions I make are decisions that I make and that are made for me. And, yeah, I uh, like when you say find an outlet, you know, and my right. outlet is gardening. Yeah, you do I, have I, a garden. I, I, I do, do my garden. garden. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. That calms me down, and and, uh, and I come back, and I'm I'm ready for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now you, tell you me, this. Are, you take, to... are you taking mm-hmm. your crop to uh to these farmers markets? What do you What do you do with all that stuff you grow? Because I see on Facebook. You I, 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 have, I have some customers that come to they come to the apartment, or they come to the garden. They they pick what they want, and they pay me for it. Is that right? They come, wow. Yeah, they come they come wow. to it. And, uh, get so you found an activity that helps you with peace that you're also mm-hmm. generating revenue with. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that something? And I, I, I never knew that I, I was good at that, and I, I enjoy it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be glad when April gets here so we can start tilling the ground and planting and everything because it's, it's crop planting time. Tomatoes, <laughs> okra, squash, turnips. Uh, not turnips, zucchini, cucumbers, uh, any kind of peas, or even watermelon. Oh my God, the watermelon! Uh, honeydew, melon, cantaloupe. You know all the wow, all you fruit. put all that. Yes, yes. Oh wow! Every, every wow. year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah, See, I forgot about I mean. the blueberry bushes. Yeah, you have twenty-two bush? blueberry bushes. Wow. And four-piece trees, a plum tree, two fig trees. Uh, and a walnut tree in that, on that property, yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, see, yeah. You, so you got a balance there. You got the you got the things that you you're you're cooking as a chef, your product, you have the garden, and you got your grandchildrens. Yeah, I see your oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> them, them, them keep they keep me going, and they love my yeah. my chocolate chip cookies. I have to make yeah, them back every time they come over here. Yeah, they love my cookies. <laughs> So I'm not going to keep much longer, but I want you to, you know, you made some statements about what you like to tell people. I want you to kind of kind of give a message to people about how to stay the, stay the course, how to stay tuned to what their purpose is. I want you to deliver your own message to them. Um, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. And don't give up on the ones that are close to you. Uh, they may get on your nerve, but just keep it going and stay focused and believe in yourself, first of all. You have to believe in what you want to do because everybody's not going to believe like you believe. And you just got to keep it moving for you. Do it for you because it's all about you, even though even though you're going to stand out to others. And you have to make yourself happy because nobody else can do that. If you're not happy, they can't do it. You gotta they make. You gotta do. find a way to make you happy. Right. So, uh, how can people get some of this sauce? Where can they go? They can call me on six seven eight nine one three six nine eight one, and I'll uh, order it, and I will mail it, in, and uh, it's to them. Oh, shipping and handling the cost, and uh, they get it. All right. They go to Facebook. They can find you on Facebook too. Yeah, Mary Facebook Martin. too. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. We gonna. All right, Miss Mary. Thanks for stopping by tonight. Share You're your words not. of wisdom. I appreciate your support. Thank you. And uh, well, I look forward to seeing it on the shelf in one of these grocery stores very soon in the near future. 
That's right. That's that's. I'm seeing it on the chair right now, just like you said. You got to see it. You got, got to, to see it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for stopping right. by. We'll talk you to you welcome. later on. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Perseverance. That's what she talked about. It's not easy, but you got to stay with it. You got to stay the course. If you're walking in your purpose, you got no choice. Now, Mary Martin, Mary's fabulous sauce. You can go to Facebook, look up Mary Martin. She's actually linked to my page too. You can check my page out and get to her. It's Mark Parham, Cat Filler Talk Radio Show. I'm gonna take a short break, and then I'm gonna come back and start talking about how to tell your story the right way, the right place, to the right people. I'll be back in a moment. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. This is Mark Parham, and I'm back. As I said earlier, one of the biggest things that people come to me about is to market themselves better. And one of the questions I always ask is, how well do you tell your story? And I kind of get people looking at me to kind of turn their head and they say, well, what do you mean? Well, it's all about storytelling. You know, I found this great article today on American Express about powerful ways to tell your story. And I'm going to kind of go through it and give you some ideas on how you can tell your story a little bit. The first thing I want to say is customers connect with businesses when they identify with their story. So we're going to talk for a few minutes on how to tell that story. Our brain is hardwired to respond to a story. We crave stories, just like a child craves candy. When we were little kids, you know, mommy, daddy, tell me a story. We wanted to hear stories. And while there's no doubt that storytelling is one of the most powerful tools in your business communication toolkit, sadly, it's a tool that a lot of people don't use. Whether you're trying to position your brand, uh, you want to evangelize your vision to your your value to stakeholders or you're selling your products or services or just struggling to get your message out, you need to include storytelling in your bag of tricks. 
story is your ultimate currency. You're, you're, you're trading on your story. This is why people buy your message or buy your product or even hire you to do a job. So we're going to go through some things that I think are very important to you about telling your story. One of the first things, you know, a lot of these things are going to be tough for people, but the first thing is let simplicity be your guide. Sometimes the reason why people shy away from including stories in their communications and when they're speaking and talking to customers, because they think the story has to have a complex structure. It has to be subject to some rules, but nothing could be further from the truth. The, the fact is, is that effective storytelling is simple. Just tell people where you are, what happened, and why you're telling them the story. End of story. Once you get comfortable telling a few stories, you can graduate to include more sophisticated structures. But right now, just keep it simple. I find that I teach a lot of classes and I speak a lot of places. I always like to tell a story about me and how I got to where I am, you know, or maybe some of the mistakes I made in earlier businesses. And, you know, I made some wrong decisions or not necessarily wrong. I didn't make the right ones at the right time. But you want people to identify with who you are. So when you deliver a story, it becomes memorable to your audience. You know, sometimes you tell these better off stories, you know, you know, redemption of losing everything. I was better off. You heard the stories that Mary just told a few minutes ago about what she's doing. The next thing I want you to focus on is evangelizing your storytelling. You know, there's a Native American saying that goes, it takes a thousand voices to tell a single story. And I say this because if you have an organization you got people working with you. It takes all the voices in your organization to tell the story. Don't be the only one that goes around telling the story of your company. Create stories. If you have to train them, train them to tell the corporate story, tell, to get it right. Turn them in the storytelling evangelist. So when they go out and speak on your behalf, everybody's telling the same story. So plan the strategy. People excited when you're telling a great company story. Number three is sometimes I want you to really state your reason for telling the story. It has to have a message. It has to have a clear takeaway for your listeners. It has to have a purpose and to make a point. A story without a message is pointless. If you just get on there and you're just talking, there's no purpose to it. And a lot of times you really want to get bold at the end of the story, ask people to take action. Like one of the things I always say is I meet a lot of people that have all the knowledge and experience to start a business, but they don't know they can. And I tell stories about people that I've met that didn't know they could, but now they're doing it. They took action. But it should end with a sense of what the reader can do with what they learned in the story. So you're trying to give them information that they can use to move forward or to take action go to your website, to buy your product. This next one is promoting your details. You know, the fact is, once we get to talking and we start loving our own stories, we may start including too many details. You know, and if this backfires, because people start tuning you out. 
you'll see the eyes glass over, people start going to their phones because they're not attached to your narrative. I want you to guard against this by crafting your story. Create it, walk away from it for a few days, revisit it with fresh eyes, start editing, ask yourself, you know, are all the story elements there? I don't want you to just do this off the cuff. This is something I want you to rehearse and practice. But give people enough detail to set the context and help them to experience the story to see what you see. Giving too few details doesn't work either. You have to give the right amount of information. We just don't overdo it. And when you're telling your story, use dialogue. So if you're telling a story, don't tell it in third person. If someone told you something, repeat for your listeners the actual words the person in your story spoke. Use the words. Tell the story. Add the people to the story. You don't have to name names. You don't have to, you know, but you can say, I was working on this project, and somebody I was working with came to me, and they asked this question. Use the dialogue. It creates a conversational type environment. They'll pay attention to what you're saying because it enhances the story. Now, I really want you to polish your skills. We're all born storytellers. We have. We've been telling stories for a long time. But the ability to do it professionally improves with practice. So I want you to practice storytelling. I want you to get on YouTube and look up storytelling. You may even have to go take a workshop on storytelling. You can pick up. There's many books out there. Yeah, you know, I see here's one by Annette Simmons called Whoever Tells the Best Story Wins. Some of these books include do's and don'ts for storytelling and exercises. So polish your skills. That All of us are natural storytellers. I want you to learn how to do it right. And I also want you to start collecting stories. As you go through and you start working on your stories, you got to have a repertoire. you got to have a number of stories in your toolkit. They, they may include stories about who you are as a person or a leader or what you stand for, what your values are. You know, I tell great stories a lot of times about growing up and, you know, with my family and my niece and, you know, things like this. I got a new nephew. I, I told some stories about him. But you got to tell stories about your life so you become real to people. So I have a whole bunch of stories about that I use when I speak about growing up and learning entrepreneurship. You know, I tell a story about watching my parents try different business. My dad had a dry cleaners for a while. We would call them George Jefferson. Okay. But these are stories that help shape my life. So tell these stories. The next important thing you got to know is tell your story on different media. I'm going to go into a little bit about social media before I end tonight, but you got, they call it transmedia storytelling. You need to share your stuff on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google, social media platform. You go with video, create YouTube, but you amplify your voice and presence. You find out where your consumers are and where your constituents are. And one of the most important things is making sure your your story rings true. You know, don't tell a story, just make up something. Make sure that everything you say is factual because if people start finding fault in your stories, they're going to find fault with you. So speak from the heart. Tell a true story. Use simple language. 
Don't try to, you know, if you're not a four-syllable word using person, don't become one just to tell your story. But you need to engage your listeners. And, you know, the final thing, I know you're going to be working on your stories. I don't want you to read your story. I want you to tell it. Practice, spend time, whatever time it takes to tell your story. It may not be perfect without reading it, but nobody's looking for perfection. Your listeners are going to be engaged because they feel it's authentic. So I want you to start thinking about being authentic, telling a great story, because great stories grab our attention and they inspire us. They can change their minds and attitudes. You know, a well-told, authentic story can make you more trustworthy, as I said a few minutes ago, and encourage others to want to collaborate with you. But above all, stories are the Velcro that makes your message stick. Don't let this age-old tradition pass you by. So I'm going to ask you this question before I move on to social media. The place to tell your story is what is your story? If you need help finding that out, contact me. Go to catbuildernetwork.com or catbuildercoaching.com and sign up for one of my coaching programs. I can help you with it. I have a great one on branding, and this is where we really teach you how to tell your story. But before I end the show, create your story is one thing. Where you tell it and who you tell it to is another. So I want you to understand something about social media. Let's first is discuss the purpose of it. It allows you to do three important activities. Connect with prospects, establish relationship with them, and convert them to paying customers. That's it. A lot of times people get really confused about it. You know, a lot of business people don't like to talk about it because when you're using social media for business marketing, you got to have metrics, you know, such as Facebook likes, Twitter followers, LinkedIn. A lot of times we don't think we have enough. You know, we enjoy tracking our social metrics, especially as they're increasing, but every new follower is a potential new customer. If you, if you, can, if you can keep those likes, followers, and comments coming, maybe they'll become paying customers. But that's not always the way it turns out. In fact, some data indicates that your social media followers increase, your conversion rate with those new followers may decrease. It's because the quality of your social media following isn't nearly as important as the, the, I should have said, the quantity of your social media following is not important as the quality. You may have a thousand followers, but how many of them are engaged? Some are just watching you. You put stuff out, they just look at it. Oh, they might like it, but are they taking action? So would you rather have 1,000 disengaged followers or 500 engaged followers? you got to really look at it like that. So in order, I'm going to give you four things I want you to think about with social media. Focus on the quantity of followers more than the quality of followers. Well, actually, I said that wrong. I want you to focus on the quality of your followers. Focus less on the quantity. I don't care if you have 3,000 Facebook friends. What kind of quantity are they? Okay? The quality of it. You know, many people get wrapped up in the number of followers they have. Some people pay for followers, but it's not the money. Okay? You need to get these people to convert. You need to understand how much money you should be spending on marketing. There's something called customer lifetime value, CLV. You got to really dig into this and figure out how much you need to spend to really get people to follow you and then convert to whatever you're trying to sell them. 
Number three, marketing automation software can really help you supercharge the impact of your social media. So don't be afraid of it. There's all kind of tools out there. You got to find the ones that work for you. Go to YouTube. I call it YouTube University. Look up social media automation software, and there's going to be people that say, hey, try this, try that. I use a variety of tools to get my message out. There's probably some better ones out there, but I've been using them for a long time, so I've been sticking with them. But it does take a strategy. You can't just put it together and put it out there. Number four, your prospects will engage with your brand more readily We need to divide them into segments and speak to them about their specific interests. Like, for example, for me, I have clients, some of my prospects are people that are trying to start a new business. I got this great idea. And then I know that some of my clients are people that have been in business and they're trying to take it to the next level. So segment them because you can't send the same message to everyone. Like even tonight, the conversation I'm having with you may be, You're already in business. You're trying to tell your story better. You need to work on creating a story to tell. And the last one, I really want you to just start focusing on figuring out what's the return on the investment of your time when you're doing these social media campaigns. Because I tell you, there's a lot going on out there. And if you spend too much time and don't consider your return on your investment, that means you need to figure out what it is. Return on your investment might be people that sign up to be on your website so you can start sending them newsletter ads. Return on your investment might be people that sign up for your webinar. Return on investment may be something where people are taking action. But don't think that social media, people are going to start buying from you online. It's all about developing the relationship. It's all about creating an environment that they like, that they trust. So it's all about you telling your story. So I want you to get good at it. You need help with it, contact me. Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. You go to catbuildertalk.com. You can go to Cat Builder Network. You listen to this show. I'm on syndicated now. 13 radio stations throughout the country, Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. LMB Network. But contact me. You go to meet with Mark Spell with a C dot com and schedule a coaching session with me. We can talk about the story you're trying to tell or the idea that you have, but I'm here for you. I want to thank you for tuning in to the show today. I appreciate you, and I look forward to our next encounter. But I just want you to remember something. Tell a great story. You have it in you. You got to get it out. And don't be afraid. I look forward again to our next encounter. Joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. 
please post comments on facebook.com forward slash cap builder talk. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 